The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Great to have you with us. Pat Gray Unleashed, the morning edition. Getting up bright and early together. Mm. Um, Stayed up late for Monday Night Football last night. Did you? And I'm very tired. And it turned out pretty well for you for a change. It did, barely. Boy, they tried to give it away, but congrats to the Falcons. Yay. Uh, That's what sucks about Tuesday. There's no football. No football. Not college, not NFL. You know, you got Tuesday and Wednesday to get through. It's just hard. That is difficult. It's just, it's just really hard. That's why you should play fantasy football and you could, know. you know, go after, you know, free agents on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> just saying, there's a, there's yeah, a it's day. Amazing. Football is in every day in my life. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, the, the good news is the, uh, the big immigrant, illegal immigrant uh, caravan has grown now <laughs> to over 7,000 people. So yes! we got 7,000 good, decent, hardworking, non-documented citizens on the way to our uh, to our border, which is great. The more the merrier. It's great. <laughs> President Trump has threatened to send the military to stop them. Of course, the Democrats make that out to be hateful and racist. Uh, he talks about the bad people mixed in there. You know, from the Middle East and yeah. uh, criminals. And everybody acts as if that's outrageous to say. Are you telling me that out of 7,200 people, none of them are from the Middle East? None of them are criminals? Come on now. It's it's, it's ludicrous to assume that every single one of these people are, are wonderful people. Most of them, the vast majority of them, I'm sure are. Uh, but they're all headed here to do something illegal. Mm. And by the way, has anybody heard a solution, a single solution to this situation from a Democrat? That solution just seems to be to them, yeah, just let them all in. All seven or 10 or 20,000 of them by the time they reach our border, just let them come on in. Um, it's amazing because uh, the radical and ridiculous flip-flop on the issue of illegal immigration from these hypocrites in the Democrat Party really bizarre you know they weren't always about open borders not even close listen to what uh some of these democrat opportunists from chucky schumer to harry reed bill and hillary clinton diane feinstein to barack obama listen to what they used to say about illegal immigration in the past, and sometimes the fairly recent past. Legal immigration is wrong. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. What we need to do simultaneously, hmm. you know, secure our borders with technology, mm-hmm. personnel, uh, physical barriers Hillary. if necessary in some places. Mm-hmm. If making it easy to be an illegal alien is enough, how about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? Yeah, how about that? No, no sane country would do that. I think we should enforce our borders. Mm-hmm. To have a situation where 40% of the babies born on Medicaid mm-hmm. in California today mm-hmm. are born of illegal immigrants creates a very real problem for the state. I think we Here's what I'll do. 
Number one, the borders are John more Kerry. leaking today than they were before 9-11. The fact is we haven't done mm. what we need to do to toughen up our borders, and I will. We mm. simply cannot allow people to pour right, into on. the United States mm. undetected, undocumented, unchecked. Why not? And circumventing huh. the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. That's fascinating. Border control is More a federal responsibility. Mm -hmm. We simply don't enforce our borders adequately. Mm -hmm. In my state, you have about 2,000 people a day illegally mm -hmm. who cross the border. Yeah. Now, this adds up to about 2 million people mm. who compete for housing, who compete for classroom space. Um, we've had a Medicaid uh, situation where in 1988 there were about 3,000 people on Medicaid. There are well over wow. 300,000 today so. who are illegal uh, aliens. <laughs> that presents obvious problems. Huh. So what happened? What happened to these people who, do, who don't complain about any of that? They don't care about any of that anymore. Well, I'll tell you what happened. They took a look at the demographics and the likely voting tendencies of these illegal aliens. And they said to themselves, hey, wait a minute. If we, if we just let them all pour into the United States, maybe they'll all vote for us. Uh, especially after we pervert the election process. You know what? We'll get them voting for us even before they're legalized by demanding that it's racist to make somebody bring their ID to the polling place. We'll stay in power forever. Self-serving, power-hungry hypocrites. They, they couldn't care less about these people. If they did, they'd be pressuring the countries of origin to get their crap together and take care of their citizens. They'd put a stop to the hiring practices of certain businesses to take advantage of these people. Because they are taken advantage of every day. They'd try to make sure that those who stay here have the best possible chance to succeed here by insisting that they learn English. Knowing beyond any doubt that as long as they don't know any English, they'll be consigned to the lowest rung of our society. They'll never get ahead. Democrats know that. They don't care. Meanwhile, as far as this caravan of humanity headed here right now, if all of these people are, in fact, fleeing powerful, violent gangs in Honduras, again, we need to demand that their governments do something about the violence. It's up to their government. It's up to their people to get a grip on their situation and make their country livable for the population. That is not our responsibility. What is the responsibility of this government is to put pressure on them. Fix your situation. Because we can't take everybody coming here. We can't take 7,000 at a time. I mean, I'm trying hard to understand as, as the march north toward our border, uh, demanding that we let them in. I'm trying to understand... Just how waving Honduran flags at our faces uh, helps their cause. I don't really get that. And I'm really confused about back in Honduras, in, in downtown, in their downtown capital city, they're painting swastikas on the American flag and setting them on fire. How, how is that going to ingratiate the caravan of people, these Hondurans, 
to us? How does that make us feel better about them? So they they think they're marching to Nazi Germany? I effectively? I, you know, I don't know. I do not understand this. And the bad-mouthing of Trump is uh, fascinating, too. Um, CNN was interviewing some of them along the way. Um, one identified man told told the CNN reporter in Spanish that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. Uh, okay. If he doesn't repent, he's going to hell. So you're so bad <laughs> off that you're walking... You're walking 2,600 miles to someone else's country uh, where you're going to be entering their country illegally and demanding that you be allowed to stay and get a job and send money back to your family in Honduras. And along the way, you call the leader of that country the Antichrist. (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, Something's wrong with that picture. (laughs) I I, I don't understand it. And yet we're the we're the bad guy in all of this. If you, if if you want the border protected, you're the bad person. It's what a situation this is. Madness. And you know, as you heard, the Democrats used to be aware of it. The Democrats used to care about it until they realized that all these people they think are going to vote for them, and they can stay in power forever if they just allow this uh, problem to continue. That's that's how, that's what they think about it. And that is the sole reason for their change of heart on immigration. It's really uh, pathetic. And it's obvious. Yeah, at some point, they, you're absolutely right. They realized that um, the old school Democrat that was dying off, mm-hmm. they had to replace that con- constituency with somebody's vote. Yep. And hey, look at there. Just open the border. Yep. Right. How about millions and millions of illegal aliens who will vote for us continually? Uh, and the more that pour into the country, uh, the better our voting base is going to be. I mean, yeah, that could be the only only answer to to what they're doing and their change of their change of heart on this issue. It's a, it's a complete about face. It's a total one eighty. Uh, and it's everybody from Diane Feinstein to uh, Harry Reid. To Barack Obama, Bill and Hillary Clinton, they've all talked about the dangers and the problems with illegal immigration in the past. But now there's no problem. Yeah, that was in the past. Yeah, that's in the past. Now the problems are fixed. Right. Now a porous border is not a problem at all. In fact, it's a, it's a good thing. Just ollie, ollie, all come free. Wow. Um, it's... Uh, it's... I, I mean, I I almost use the T word. It's almost treason. It's almost, you're almost, uh, well, you are harming your own country for your political gain. And what is that? I don't know the exact word to attach to it. Treason may be, may be a little too harsh, but not much. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter, uh, President Trump, Went to Houston yesterday, and people lined up. In fact, they camped out at uh, the Toyota Center in <laughs> breathless anticipation of seeing President Trump uh, speak on behalf of Ted Cruz. <clears throat> Pretty amazing. I mean, if you've seen any of the photos from downtown Houston, they were lined up for blocks. I mean, it's just a massive humanity. It looks like the caravan of illegals coming from Honduras. <laughs> It's amazing. 
so the Toyota Center seats a little over 18,000 people. It was pretty much full. And then there was, uh, I read an estimate that 16,000 people were inside and 15,000 people were outside. That is amazing. 31,000 people showed up for that. They had, uh, when they sent out the invitations uh, to Republicans in the area, they they had RSVPs from 100,000 people. Wow. 100,000 said, yeah, I'd like to be there. I'd like to attend that. That'd be great. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I think, I really do think this is going to, Trump's visit is going to impact the Cruz-Beto race. I think so, too. Because I... I hate to say this, but I honestly believe that what Trump says about Ted Cruz affects a lot of voters. Yeah, it and does. It shouldn't, mm-hmm. but it does, I believe. So I think that, that this is actually going to help Ted Cruz um, having uh, the voters in Texas hear him say nice things about Ted like he did yesterday. It's interesting how popular uh, Trump is in Houston. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but they seem to be all about him there. Fox News has been interviewing some of the people who went to the rally or tried to go to the rally and couldn't get in or whatever at diners in the area. And, I mean, these people are, one guy said he's 110% behind everything Trump's doing, which, okay, I mean, they're they're humongous supporters. Here's some of what the president had to say about Ted Cruz yesterday. In just 15 days, the people of Texas are going to reelect a man who has become a really good friend of mine. You know, we had our little difficulties, right? But actually, if you remember, the beginning, it was a love fest. And they kept saying the fake news back here. They kept saying... Remember, they kept saying, well, when is it going to break up? And I'd say, don't worry, it'll break up. We actually had a rally in Washington, D.C. together, and nobody could believe it. They said, what's going on? What are you doing? But we had the rally together, and then we said, you know, it's time. That's what has to happen. And it got nasty. (laughs) And then it ended, and I'll tell you what, nobody has helped me more with your tax cuts, with your regulation, with all of the things that we're doing, including military and our vets. Then Senator wow. Ted Cruz, nobody. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so this love affair continued after the rally, too. He's He was, uh, I think, heading back, and some uh, reporters were asking him questions. I'm sure a little confused, because uh, what do you think is going to come up? The Lion Ted stuff. And it did. Uh, here's how the president handled that. Oh. To me, he's not Lion Ted anymore. He's beautiful Ted. Beautiful he's Ted. Texas. I call him Texas Ted. Now, Ted, Ted Cruz and uh, I had a very, very nasty very, very. and tough campaign. It was a mm-hmm. competitive. It was a very tough campaign. Yeah. Uh, once it ended and we got together, and, and by the way, very late into the campaign, we lasted. People were shocked. I said, don't worry. It's only a question of time. And then ultimately what happened, we fought it out. The outcome was obvious. And we have worked (laughs) together very closely. I like him a lot. I actually like him a lot. And he's a very smart guy. He loves the people of Texas, which I do. And in fact, right now, I guess they said they've never seen it. It's like a big tailgate. It goes on for miles. It's over 100,000 people. So there's there's the uh, love fest between President Trump and Ted Cruz. (laughs) 
A lot more to get into this morning uh, coming up here in a second. Let me tell you about uh, Brickhouse Nutrition. Brickhouse Nutrition was created by a team of top physicians. And uh, after they formed Brickhouse Nutrition, they created Field of Greens, which is great stuff because it means that you can still get the nutrition in superfood, superfood like kale, uh, Mm. quinoa. Mm. Man, you are speaking my language. Right? I mean, again, the best thing about, uh, about cooking kale is to use a little coconut oil in yeah. the pan first, yeah, yeah, yeah. just warm it up, and then you put the kale in there, okay. and then it slides into the garbage can a lot easier. <laughs> a lot easier. Yummy. That's the way I, to do it. I, I don't understand how people eat kale. Uh, it's bitter. It's nasty. I don't want anything to do with it. I just I do want the nutrition I get from it, and, and so I can now with Field of Greens. It's real superfood. Every scoop has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. So it's really good for you. And you're just going to be healthier when you just take a scoop and put it into eight ounces of water or your favorite uh, smoothie or shake. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Also, Nikki Haley has been uh, speaking quite a bit since she announced that she's she's going to step down as uh, ambassador to the UN. Um, the other day, she was talking about how uh, in America, opponents, political opponents, aren't evil. Um, she said that uh, she has a sharp rhetorical break with her boss, President Trump, uh, who has labeled Democrats as evil. Crime-loving, willing to defend the nation. Uh, addressing the Alfred E. Smith Memorial Foundation dinner in New York, Haley said that the uh, toxic political environment has prompted both sides of the aisle to describe their opponents as enemies or evil. In America, our political opponents are not evil. Which, of course, is the way you'd like to be able to view them. But I'm not. I'm not sure that I've always viewed them as not evil (laughs) uh you might remember this particular moment when harry reed lost his job as senate majority leader leader we sort of took some delay That's good stuff right there. Now, did that did that pass? Um, what's that? Who pays your salary on uh, the iTunes? I, I think it did for a while. Uh-huh. I don't know if it stayed there, but I think hmm. it did for a while. But yes, we have described our political opponents as evil. Uh, I've done that. You know, how many times has the other side though demonized us repeatedly? And I guess, you know, her point is we do need, need to get beyond that. And and it would be nice if we could just have discussion without, you know, getting so nasty and demonizing. But uh, the other side has done plenty of that. Remember uh, when they were talking about how evil Glenn was? Mm-hmm. And they even produced a commercial. I think this was done by the Jim Wallace people. Jim Wallace was one of the spiritual advisors to Barack Obama. You remember this ad? 
Would you support a leader who said Jesus' teachings can lead to Nazism? <laughs> or who attacks Christian pastors for preaching the full gospel? The full uh, gospel? Yeah. yeah, that was a really the emotional full full gospel. There. Then why do so many Christians <clears throat> tune in to Glenn Beck? Wow. By yeah. deriding pastors who preach the justice <laughs> taught by Jesus and the prophets. Yeah, well, first of all, you have to you have to believe that they were teaching the gospel of Jesus, which they weren't. Which they were preaching the gospel of Karl Marx. That's the gospel they were teaching. Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. That was the gospel being taught. Glenn Beck has urged listeners to follow his piecemeal gospel. <laughs> Scripture teaches that the tongue can be like a small fire that sets a whole forest ablaze. And Christians are cautioned not to praise God in one breath Mm -hmm. while cursing those made in God's likeness in the next. Wow. Glenn Beck Mm -hmm. has the right to speak his mind. And Christians can disagree with each other, Mm -hmm. but we must do so out of a spirit of love love. and truth. And you can hear the love. Learn more about what Glenn (laughs) Beck says about Christian pastors and the Bible Mm -hmm. at faithfulamerica.org. Paid for by Faithful America. I'd like to learn more about that because, wow, he sounds like an evil bastard. Yeah, who is this guy? Just a terrible person, obviously. What a jerk. Wow. I'm voting against like whoever he likes. him and 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 everybody who he he talks about. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, boy. So now we've got, yeah, if you go to faithfulamerica.org today. Is it still there? Yeah, and it's uh, it's is pushing it really? uh, amnesty. Oh, okay. So that's their cause. Yeah, well, that's the gospel today. right there yeah. is amnesty. Because you don't have to worry about the laws of the land. Yeah, lawlessness. Uh, I, I think, think that's in First uh, James somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think Second Peter says don't worry about anybody's laws. Just, you know, do what you feel is okay. <laughs> I think it says something like that. I'm just paraphrasing. Okay. That's not the exact. It has some ye and it's thous loose. in there, but mm-hmm. you know that's the basic principle: is it just do whatever you want. Don't worry about people's laws. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. And you know, demonizing again. We, we're telling you about the uh, the caravan that's that's on the way here. How about de- the demonizing of our of our president right now? The illegal alien. I think we actually have yeah uh, that moment on CNN. Here it is. Will you honor a request from Donald Trump's ICE agency? If they provide a detainer request, will you honor it as governor? Will you, you work pre- with... I don't think that was the no, no, illegal no. alien. Here it Do is. Kirk, it? play the illegal alien crossing the border. No, 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 no. Donald Trump is the Antichrist, this man says. If he doesn't repent, hmm. he's going to hell. We are not criminals. Wow. We are workers and fighters. Uh-huh. Okay, but our president is the Antichrist. I see. Okay, well, that's, that's fair. And that's where I want right? to live. Under yes. the Antichrist. <laughs> so, march on! Yeah. yeah, you guys are the ones headed here, right? Right. 7,000 strong. I don't... Uh, and they just keep picking up more and more people along the way. People I... just continue to join this throng. It's, it's always hard to put yourself in another situation or someone else's shoes. Well, yeah. But I'm yes. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm thinking that if I had the choice to live in my own country mm-hmm. away from the Antichrist <laughs> or march across a continent to mm-hmm. live under the Antichrist, I'm probably staying put. Really? That's I mean, again, huh. I, it's hard to put myself in someone else's position. Mm-hmm. Yes, but isn't that the truth? Probably what I would do. But you think you'd avoid the Antichrist? I think. I think. <laughs> 
especially if it required no action on my own other than just stay put. <laughs> and again, how how do, do they think about the strategy involved here? I I mean the waving of Honduran flags, the uh the nastiness about America, the burning American yeah, flags, painting swastikas on old glory and calling our president the Antichrist, that's not the most endearing way. It's got to suck where they're at. To, if, if, if living under the Antichrist and, and is better than where they are. Then, yeah, then moving to wow. basically Nazi Germany is better. It's, okay. It's just, a, it's an amazing situation. And of course, we're always the bad guy in this because oh, yeah. we're, we're the successful country. Um, there is a formula for this, and I, it's just too bad others don't follow it. We've tried to show people. In fact, we've tried to give them a little boost or a little push or a little shove or force them <laughs> into a republic situation with a constitution that allows for uh, the freedom of its people and and actually kind of handcuffs the government from doing certain things to the people. We've tried to show you how it's done and they they just don't they don't accept it. It's a strange situation. There's a reason America is America. What? And you, I guess leading by example hasn't worked. Trying to push them into it hasn't worked. Forcing them into it certainly hasn't worked. You just look at Afghanistan and Iraq. They just they don't they can't for some reason. Uh, the culture doesn't allow them to do what we have here, apparently. The blueprint's there. I mean, you guys but can have there. our Constitution. You can scratch off yeah. certain words, you know, like United States of America and put your country in there. There it is. <laughs> Please. It, instead, we've got people like, you know, even Supreme Court justices hmm. who, when asked about, you know, constitutions around the world and the Constitution they're supposed to be upholding, uh, I don't know, this one in the United States of America, they actually turn to other people's constitutions and disparage ours as old and out of date and irrelevant. And it doesn't it doesn't contain the positive liberties that they think there should should be there. Well, you, you start listing positive liberties and you're gonna leave some out. And then what happens? That's why the that's why the US Constitution is a charter of negative liberties. It tells the government what they can't do to the people. It, so that's why it doesn't usually, other than the, the Bill of Rights, it doesn't spell out certain things we can do because then what about the rest of it? What about things you forgot? What about something else that comes up? But instead, people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg are in love with South Africa's uh, constitution. Look how well that's done for them. Huh. Yeah, things are going really well in South Africa, right? Uh, Canada. Well, they just did their constitution in 1982. It must be better than ours. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I mean, it's so it, it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing situation. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And speaking of amazing situations, something something that came up yesterday at the uh, outside the rally for Ted Cruz with uh, President Trump and Cruz. Uh, who would be there on the streets of Houston trying to stir up trouble but Alex Jones? This is one of the... So weird. I'm sure he's trying to be funny here. I mean, I guess he's trying to be funny here. We hope. But there's some uh, poop in the street, probably from horses. 
Uh, and <laughs> take a look at Alex Jones screaming at him. Yeah, he's calling the poop Beto. <laughs> That's clever. So there's pieces of poop on the ground, uh-huh. and he's alleging that that's Beto. That's is that brilliant or what? I mean, I mean that's um. <laughs> People just I mean, we're like, I don't know what he's doing here. Well, he's trying to be funny. That's what he's doing, uh, and he's not succeeding at no. it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, this portion of the. Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, brought to you by Mercury Real Estate, real estate agents I trust. Glenn started this company because uh, he had a bad experience with a realtor. A realtor who um, I'm sure was a really nice person, just didn't get the job done, didn't sell their house. And so it sat there for a really long time and they lost a lot of money on it. And so they did some research on how to avoid that for themselves and others in the future. Came up with the fact that these realtors need to be absolutely committed to their jobs. They need to understand things like curb appeal, professionally staging your home, the photos that go up online, what those need to look like, when to list your house and for how much. You gotta know the market. This these are the reasons, plus they're fans of the show. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Real Estate Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know they're saying this uh, caravan of seven thousand, eight thousand, whatever it is now, headed toward our border. Uh, they say it could take another month for them to get here because uh, most of them are walking the whole way, hmm. walking, and they say they won't be stopped. And if they do get stopped and deported, they'll just come back anyway. Oh boy. Fascinating. I mean, I, I would love to hear what the solution is from a Democrat. I've heard nothing from them on how, how to deal with this situation. What do you just let them all in at once? Every caravan of seven to 10,000 people at a time will just, just come on in. So good. This is Hey, welcome. Yeah. Come on in. Going to time out nicely for Thanksgiving. We're going to be sitting around the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. table with family and friends. And this is going to be going on with the military at the border and the migrants there waiting to get in. And that's what we're going to be occupied with at Thanksgiving and, dinner. And if Yay. the president sends the military, mm-hmm. how's that going to work out? Oh, this is going to be a great uh, holiday season. It's going to be ugly. And it'll, you know, who knows if it's around election time and the military is on their way or at the border, that's going to be used as well. Should be interesting. It's going to be an interesting few weeks to see what happens here. You, can, I mean, just ask yourself. Ask your friends who are okay with this. Do you just let all of them enter the United States illegally? <laughs> how, do you, how do you deal with that? 
We don't know who these people are, what they're doing. I mean, I, I know their stories. They all say, well, we've got violent gang problems back home. Well, I, I mean, we have that here. So, um, not sure how maybe you should handle that with a, uh, maybe that's a police issue in Honduras. Well, the Democrats probably are actually hoping that they can uh, speed up this little caravan, get them up north a little bit quicker in time for November uh, 6th, yes. I believe. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. We're Who just walked in here? Who is this guy? Joined now by Colonel Sanders. Hey, yes. yes. Really Try cool. my chicken. Where's the bucket, man? <laughs> Try my chicken. It's it looking good. so bad for Colonel Sanders because he's walking around. Everybody's saying, you know, you look, look just like, like Glenn, Glenn Beck. Beck. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I know you're talking about blah, 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 border stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't know the real story. I just I just got this. Uh, this is a a cleric. Uh, that is is warning women. Okay, this mm-hmm. is the real news. Warning women um, that they need to wrap a cloth device. Now, I don't know what a cloth device is, I feel like but I need a to cloth go to Urban de- dictionary for that cloth de- device over their brains because gins are starting to fall in love with hijabless women and then possess them. What, what is starting to... Gins. 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 What's a gin? What are, what are gins? Urban Dictionary again, I guess. We're being educated today by Glenn Beck. Gins. You're not up... I'm not up on You're gins. not up on... Gins. You're no. not up on your Islam. Not at all. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Those are evil spirits. Okay. Oh, gins. Okay. They're yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. evil genies. Okay. <laughs> Americans. Effectively, huh? if we're talking well, about Islam. yeah, except they have magic powers. <laughs> okay. 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 And I don't know about... I don't know about you guys, but I have chased... I've come home late at night. My wife has been possessed by a gin because she wasn't wrapping a cloth device around her head. And I've had to I've had to beat that gin out of my wife. Wow. Okay. Because they possess them. So you gotta is beat that, them out. Is that the recommended solution? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, I mean beat we can the all gin beat, out of your wife. Yeah, we can all beat our wives. Oof. Uh, you know, uh, if they've got a gin in them. If you got okay. a good reason. Right. Or mm-hmm. if you have a little gin in you, I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be and then you have to, you know, put them in a bottle or or something. <laughs> I don't recommend plastic bottles. Bad for the environment. Oh, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I've learned the hard It'll way. They'll burn right through. Yeah, they'll burn right through that plastic <laughs> bottle. So, Is this the same cleric uh, from Saudi Arabia that said women's brains are a quarter the size of men's? Uh, no, is this is guy? this is no, this is a good old American. Uh, oh, it is. Uh, yes. American yes. cleric. Yes, yeah, we got this, our own here. this guy's great. Oh, nice. Yeah, this guy's great. About he's uh, <laughs> and he said he's just dealt with. I'll send you the audio. You have to okay. play it. Uh, we're gonna. T- we're of course addressing this. I mean, we talk about the real issues on my program. Yes, uh, we're addressing this right off the bat uh, on my program in a few minutes. But this is uh, uh, this guy said he has several times, several times had to deal with women coming into the mosque mm-hmm. who have been possessed with jinns. Sure. Wow! He said he just dealt with one just the other day. Woman not wearing her hijab. Oh boy! Standing at the bus stop. Just ready to get on the bus, mm-hmm. and a jinn fell in love with her and possessed her. <laughs> See, and uh, See. so obviously, it's got to be stopped. If you don't have the hijab on your head, mm-hmm. they just enter through your skull. Yeah, through, yeah, they go right into your brain, right into your brain, right into your brains. Women's wow. brains, not men's but, brains. But they, cloth because they love the cloth. Well, a cloth it. device, cloth device. <laughs> okay, 
So, huh. you know, that's what it's... They can't penetrate a cloth device. No, they can go no. through hair, no, skull, skin. <laughs> but not spirits. cloth. Not cloth. They're not evil cloth. spirits. No. They can't get around cloth. Yeah. And they can't they they can even they can even get, you know, through plastic, you know, like water bottles. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. Wow. glass bottles, you know? They or even the little teapot thing that's metal yeah. and has an actual escape valve. The teapot. They thing. can't get out of that's that right. either. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. No. We learned that in well, we learned that in Aladdin. That's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Unless you rub that lamp. Yeah. No, I mean, this is enlightening. I, I certainly don't want to laugh at anybody's no, I sensibilities. No, we're um, not. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I hope just you don't. want to make sure that we understand. Oh, we're just trying to clarify here. We're not right. I mean, I hope it, I haven't right? come in. Oh, no. I, now I regret coming in. Can, can I laugh? No, this, this I laugh for you? I think like you've handled it nicely. Uh, I, okay. I, I, okay. All right. I okay. Because I With don't the seriousness, wanna... it, uh, it deserves. Well, of course. Yeah. Gins are not to be messed with. Not. No. How do you spell gins? No. J i n n s, or okay. you know that's plural for many gins. Now, see, that's a good band name right there, the gins. Well, if you want to be evil and penetrate women's skulls, <laughs> I mean, if they're not wearing a cloth device, it's not How, my fault. Well, yeah, and if they want, if they're not wearing a cloth device, they want it. That's right. <laughs> exactly you know right. See? How is this the first we're ever hearing of gins? Are you familiar with gins uh, from oh past experience? Yes. You wow. have. Yeah, okay. Because well, you've had to beat it out of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes all the men in the family have to beat it out of their wives. No, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the actual definition. It's yeah, yeah, an yeah. intelligent spirit of lower rank than the angels, able <laughs> to appear in human and animal form mm-hmm. and to possess humans. So, mm-hmm. and there's five types of gins, by the way. Oh, there, really? There, there's Marid. Oh. Oh. There's what? There, uh, Marid. Oh, I love Marid. I mean, it's large and imposing. The yeah, Marid okay. are considered the most powerful tribe of gin. Yeah. I could continue, but why, you know. Well, yeah, we mm-hmm. all know. Uh, there's the Efreet. That's uh-huh. intelligent and cunning. Okay. Uh-huh. The Efreet are mm-hmm. thought to live in complex societies similar to those of humans. Mm. Uh, mm. There's more there. Of course, there's the Ghoul. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a. Standby word. Uh, there is the uh, the, the Sela. That's a shapeshifter. Ooh. Uh, can I tell you, President Obama had several of that's those. That's right. That's right. Working with him as Secret Service. And then there's of course the Vitala, one of the original vampires. Um, we'll be tweeting this um, out at Pat Unleash. Be yeah, you've got to okay. t- please talk to your wives. <laughs> please talk to your wives. And yeah. how do you how do you know for sure if she's been possessed by a jinn? Are there telltale signs uh, well, that you could look uh, for? Yes. Uh, go, go ahead, Keith. <laughs> if she's not obedient, is that a... Is she's that a, not obedient yeah. if she starts to... <laughs> if she doesn't get you the beer when you tell her to, <laughs> right. then if that's a she, sign. Well, that's not Hold halal. on. The Efreet. That's, that's oh, right. not halal. That's, that's so, true. Guys, guys yeah. I just had a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. The Efreet are responsible for phishing scams and online privacy violations as they are natural schemers and also understand human personality and social interaction the best. Hmm. The Efreet. Um, can, we get, can we get that right away to, uh, to Comey? Because maybe that's what was happening. <laughs> maybe this last mm-hmm. election, mm-hmm. it was hijacked by jinns, not the Russians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially highly the, likely. The, the, the troublemaking Efreet jinn yeah. is causing that. So, so I think when your wife becomes promiscuous, it's a jinn. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right. she's looking at another man or another man has attracted her. Then there's a gin that's I mean, possessed your a wife. Gin in, and remember, a gin remember okay. though, at the end all of the right. day, this could all be stopped with a cloth device. Yeah. 
It's very simple. Just a safety tip I wanted to bring in. Thank you, know. you for doing that. Yeah, so you will be uh, also tackling this on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, I mean, you know, blah, blah, blah. So 7,500 people are coming to the border. I know. I know. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> okay. They're bringing their you know. their uniqueness uh, and adding it to our own. Right. Okay, so, great. so what? So these guys are what? They're protesters mm-hmm. from Honduras. Mm-hmm. They are... Burning American flags. Sure. And they are... they. You know, they're Marxist protesters because they were supporting the former president who Honduras threw out because he was in bed with uh, Maduro from uh, Venezuela Venezuela. and Mm -hmm. Castro from Cuba. Mm -hmm. What's not to love about these (laughs) guys? I know. Everything is is to love about them. Right. And they're all just good, hardworking, decent family socialists. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. They're not socialists. They're Marxists. I would have to tell you that I I am saddened every time I see the picture of how many of these women and children have to pretend that they're 20-something men. <laughs> you know, have you seen the pictures? They, they are all, they're forced yes, to, to look as if they as were all 20-something. Yeah, all military-age men. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah so I, sad. It is heartbreaking. So it is. Sad. They shouldn't have to. No. They shouldn't have to hide their femininity ask, that let way. Me, let me ask you this. When's the last time the United States had an invasion force of 7,500 people? Uh, 1812? <laughs> 1812. Probably. Okay. It was mm-hmm. probably the Gulf War, the the first Gulf War. Seriously. Where people came here? No, no, no. Where we had where, where we, we had yeah. an invasion oh, yeah. force of right. 7500. Okay. Now, think of the logistics of the supply line. Oh. Yeah. 70 moving 7500 people across two countries. Right. The supply six hundred miles. Right, the supply line alone is a logistical nightmare. You don't suppose somebody's funding that, do well, you? Well, let me just ask you: Who's providing water? Yeah, where are seventy five hundred people sleeping? Where are seventy five hundred people mm-hmm. going to the bathroom? Stopping right. at Stuckey's, right? That's right, yeah. right. <laughs> How are these people walking 2,600 miles? Oh, no, they're not. We have the video of them being loaded into giant semi-trucks. Right. Who's paying for the gas for those? The logistics of this. It's amazing. No one is talking about these. Just 7,500 people Hmm. are just walking down the street. Which Which is why Donald Trump is saying... All right, you you need to do something about this. You need to fix this, or you're going to lose any aid from the United States. As it should be. Yes. As it should be. be. He should cut it off. He's getting hammered for that. He's getting hammered. Well, as you were just saying before I came in, with the very important gin news, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You can't. That is is an invasion force. It is. That's an invasion force. And you just let them in? This isn't women and children coming over. They're not even people that need aid. They're not people who are trying to escape. They're trying to make a point that their Marxist communist government was voted out and thrown out of the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. What does that have to do with us? You're not in danger. Right. You left the country. What's right. the deal? Yeah. It's it's going to be an interesting month. 
as they as they get closer because well, I, I, don't, I don't i honestly don't ugly. even if you do the even if you send the military i i don't what happens then Just, at the border it's what happens at really the border ugly, is really exactly ugly. what we said would happen last year when this was going on or earlier this year when this was coming up to the border yeah we said the democrats and the progressives have learned by watching what's happening with the israelis and palestinians they are right. going to do the Palestinian the same thing the Palestinians do, mm-hmm. and there will be tear gas and yeah. and we will have to fire rubber bullets yeah, and all of the press will be talking about the poor women and children. Wait for those images. Oh, wait, they're, they're, wait, wait for those images of, of yeah. our military standing next to little kids at the border. Yep. And uh, it, it's it's going to get ugly. The only yeah, way to stop well. it is to tell Mexico in no uncertain terms. You don't get a dime from us. Ever. Ever. Yeah. You don't get it and mean it. Right. right. And he can pull that off because he will mean it. Yeah. You don't stop this thing before it gets to the border. You don't get a dime from us, period. It's got to be that way. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. <sighs> and I don't know. I've seen the pictures. You guys seen the pictures from today? From Not a single one of them have a cloth device on their heads. Whoa, oh my gosh! Whoa, whoa. We're so we're going to have seventy five hundred uh, possessed people. See now, gins, uh, gins. Now it's yeah, we're, not, yeah. we're not only fighting the people, the women and children. Jeez. We're fighting the gins. This is far worse than yeah, I anticipated. That's, that's bad. bad. All right, thanks for that information, Glenn. That's <laughs> it's important. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Don in Virginia. Don, hi. You're on the blaze. Hey Pat, how hey. are you? Doing good. You got Santa Claus there with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, well, y'all are talking about the caravan, and, and the thing just incensed me so much last night that I wrote this down to call you this morning. Um, one of these wonderful people in the caravan said that um, he's uh, in the caravan because this is the way for him to avoid paying six or $7,000 to a coyote to get him across the border. Jeez. Mm. I don't have six or seven thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we need to go there. <laughs> it it's is crazy. That, that's always appreciate the call, Don. That's always fascinated me. How these people that we're told are absolutely destitute, and there's no other recourse for them but to sneak across our border with a coyote that helps get them here. Well. Where yes, where'd they get the seven thousand dollars to pay the coyote to get him across the border? That's not seven thousand per family, by the way. That's usually seven thousand per person. So if you're coming across with two other people, that's twenty one thousand dollars. Where did that come from? Use that money uh to save your life in your own country. How about that? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. Uh this portion of uh Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by Riduzone. Holidays are coming. You got all these parties, all the family gatherings, all the food. You know, first of all, first stop Halloween with all the candy. And then Thanksgiving, I just can't help myself. I have to eat myself into a coma. <laughs> Same with Christmas. Yeah. Same with New Year's. <laughs> and then you develop that really bad habit. It's so hard to break at the beginning of the new year. Oh, it, Riduzone can help you get through this time. It is a safe natural FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that can boost your metabolism and help reduce your appetite. So you're not thinking about food all the time. For about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through the holidays and jumpstart the new you for 2019. Order today at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. 
Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off. It's riduzone.com. Uh, all right, let's go to Tony in South Carolina. Tony, hi, you're on the blaze. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Morning, doing really good. <laughs> good. Just got a couple of observations. First off, easy way to fix this thing. Put Jeffy down there on the border, laying on his side. He'll never get across that <laughs> gun deal. <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, uh-huh. I just find it ironic. The CNN commentator that had the uh, the guy talking about how he was a hard worker and he's a fighter. He's, you know, you got 7,500 people. If you've got a problem in your country with violent gangs, you got 7,500 people that are like-minded, I think you could take care of that. These, mm, these yes. people are not fighters. They're, they're funded. Uh, this fish stinks from the head down, and it's, you know, it's just ugly. My grandparents Im- immigrated from Italy, went through Ellis Island, waving American flags, learning mm-hmm. how to speak English. Yep. And, you know, yep. it, 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 it just really chaps my rear end that these people are being promoted by the Democrats and funded by the Democrats. Just an observation for you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, that's a heck of a <clears throat> powerful mob right there. 7,500 strong storm in a Capitol building or something like that? Yeah. Uh, or walking through their neighborhood neighborhood to clean it up whoa. from the from the violent gangs. What are there, 20 people in the gang? 30? 100? You got 7,000 people. Do something about your neighborhood. And he's right about the uh, about the young men who are supposedly fighters. Then fight for your homeland. Try that. Try that. It's never discussed. It's mm-hmm. never talked about. It's never asked of them. You know, the parents' personal responsibility about setting their, their children free, unaccompanied, <clears throat> just go with the flow. Head for the United States. Good luck. See ya. <clears throat> or probably not, but bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, good times. Pretty amazing. Boy, this year just keeps getting better and better, huh? Yeah, doesn't it, though? Mm. It's been going that way for a while, actually. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. I am, and thank you for being here as well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we get a lot of tweets now after the show from the podcast listening, which you can. Uh, if we'd love for you to be up with us uh, live every morning seven to nine uh, Eastern, six to eight Central. But if somehow you can't. Get your eyes open that time of day. Yeah, if you're on the West Coast and 4 a.m. is too early for you. The show's posted at 8.30 in the morning, so you can listen anytime you want during the day. Yep. Any time you could just of the day or night. Go to wherever podcasts, mm-hmm. wherever you get them. Wherever um, they're sold or uh, you know, given up for free. Uh-huh. SoundCloud.com slash Pat Gray Show is my favorite. By the way, it's is bookmarked. It? I have it bookmarked on my phone. Also, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, let's see. Stitcher. Um, Yes. Spotify. We're Spotify, which is fairly new, right? Google Play. Google Play. It's all over. We're like Pat- Chicken Man. We're everywhere. Yeah. We're everywhere. Pat Gray is ubiquitous in yes. the podcast world. Uh, it's a good word. Mm-hmm. Use that three more times today. It belongs to you. You mm-hmm. own it. 
you know, actually I'm going to try before the end of the right. show. Is that okay? No, that's fine. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course, at Pat Unleashed. Uh, so, the some of the tweets uh, from yesterday regarding yesterday's Teen Vogue article on what is capitalism. Wow, did they nail it! <laughs> Basically, capitalism is an evil system, uh, but socialism is good because mm-hmm. it it cares about it people. Cares. It cares. This system does. <laughs> um, uh, from Timothy tweets. Capitalism is so bad, the poorest people in the United States are in the top 10% of the wealthy people in the world, which is absolutely true. Somehow not mentioned in the Teen Vogue article, uh, interestingly enough. Also this uh, from Cheryl. Doesn't Teen Vogue carry ads? If so, they're capitalist. Hashtag hypocrites. Uh-huh. Thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also uh, today, worship leader Caleb tweets out. Pat singing the day after the election has become my wife and I's favorite song to sing to each other. <laughs> Very romantic. <laughs> well, it is. Wow, that is special. That's the word that comes to mind. Yeah, romantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millennial Falcon tweets, Oh, Keith, what's a caravan or two amongst friends around the Thanksgiving meal? Don't I'm worry sorry. about it. Don't worry about it. There's only, what, 7,500 people coming for Thanksgiving? Oh, That's boy. perfectly fine. It's going to be so fun. We got an 18-pound turkey. What do you want? Uh, from Philip Mamouth with farts. <laughs> what was that from? It was from a. Uh, it was a fake. Uh, it was a political ad. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah. You can call me. I don't care what you call Phillip, me. Call, call me, me Philip Mamouth with farts. Just vote for me. <laughs> All right. Is Pat feeling okay today? He has said interesting at least four times this morning without asking Ivan for the number. Oh wow! Have oh, I really? By the way. That? By the way, somebody uh, tweeted out um, a link to, um, I guess, a show that Ivan's involved with now. The oh, guy, really? The guy in question on the Alec Baldwin uh, WPHT. Yeah, the producer. Yeah, and apparently somebody went back to try to find that old uh, show that Alec Baldwin did, and it had been removed from the archives. Of course it has. Of mm-hmm. course it has. <laughs> um, but we're here to keep it going for you. We're here to keep it going. Uh, in fact... I have the long version that we haven't played very much uh, oh. of, of that appearance on WPHT with Ivan. Um, when we come back, uh, uh, oh, we have some time. Oh, great. Well, we're oh, great. Gonna, oh, good. Uh, yeah. well, now, when can we take some calls, Ivan? <laughs> Whenever we do want. We, do we, we have calls that are on there now? Do no some calls, calls yet. No calls, no calls yet. yet. What number do people call to get on the air, Ivan? Do we have that number? It's right do there. <clears throat> oh, do I have the call number in front of me? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. interesting. It's a phone number, at, uh, Alec. Uh, Twelve ten, at PHT. <laughs> of course, any other questions you have, any other comments you have, uh-huh. call us. Um, okay. To the uh, what else? Uh, call us, please, at two one five twelve ten. I'm begging now, you, call um, us, please. If you don't call, call we're going to keep reading from the Scientology manual. <laughs> you might not feel it. You might not feel the energy right now. No, you I might don't. Not feel, I really don't. Actually, uh, the so. swell of what's happening here. Uh-huh. Do we have any calls yet, there, Ivan? <laughs> No calls. Let's read some more about Scientology. Is Sean Hannity a Scientologist? Alec Baldwin Asking the posing the big questions big tonight question. here. Uh, do we have any calls here yet, Ivan? None. Boy, it's just incredible. Boy, Unbelievable. It is. Well, incredible. you leave us no choice, listeners. He called his mom. You gave him no choice. He's got to call his mom. I got to get that. I got to get that section from uh, Sean Hannity. Huh? Which, by the way, could we stop the war between Sean Hannity and Ben Sass, please? Uh, ben Sass is not the biggest disappointment in Nebraskan history. He's he's just not. He's been a very, very good U.S. senator. 
And Sean Hannity's show is not the one that's tearing up America. I, I, I wish they both just drop it. I thought you were frankly. setting up a punchline trying no, to put in a no dig at me. What's the no, most? Nope. What's the biggest disappointment in the history of Nebraska? Well, Keith Malinak, obviously. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you. I was wait, I was, was going to leave it, it but you for, you forced yeah, me. Yeah, you forced thought, my hand. I mean, I, you could have gone uh, uh, multiple ways there. You could have said could've. Keith Malinak. Mm-hmm. You could have said Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, and start to the season. Yeah, a lot of things. You could have done. No, several. it's clear that it's Keith Malinak. It's pretty clear. Nebraska's yeah. biggest disappointment, biggest uh, you, letdown. You made the point, mm-hmm. Keith Malinak. Yeah, we've uh, from Saddle Up Buttercup eighteen. So you pick cash payout for Mega. You only get half the winnings. Then the IRS is going to take $450 million, approximately. Hmm. Wondering who really hit the jackpot. Well, every single yeah. time, it's the government. Yes. yes. I was thinking the same thing and didn't voice it the other day. Thank you for bringing that up, Saddle Up Buttercup 18. Because that is, it's important. I mean, they have all of this money, $1.6 billion. Uh, your payout should be $1.6 billion. Well, they don't have it on hand, I guess. You have to... Pay it How out do they not time? have it on hand? Are, are, do they not raise the money from the people betting the dollar or yeah, whatever it costs for the ticket? Like, I don't know. If, because what do you mean? Of course they've got the money. No, because if you win the $1.6 billion, you get that paid out over, what, 30 years? So that's why I say I, I don't know so, that yeah. it's on hand. And knowing I'll the way you governments the majority operate, is, it'll I'll... probably never be on hand. No, that's it won't. You, that's, that's why, why you take, take the, the cash and you go, yes. all right, I'll take half. Yes. And then half of that can go to the IRS. So basically, I guess you went about a, a fourth of the jackpot. And by the way, it, the drawing is tonight and it is $1.6 Okay. Then the cash option is yep. $904 million. Mm-hmm. So you're not quite cut in half, but pretty close. Yeah. And then after taxes, you get $540 million. I'll still be here tomorrow, though. So the government... Obviously, benefiting from that more than anyone else. Yeah. But still, I, I could, I could be happy on five hundred and forty billion. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be sure to play it cool tomorrow. You won't even know that I won last night or tonight. How much would you give me if you won? <clears throat> you know, after all I've, after all I've done, after all I've meant to you. I'm sorry, I'm going through a tunnel after right everything. now. <laughs> I can't hear you. You're going through a tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the signal You're is sitting breaking right next to nah, me. I'm yeah. in a tunnel. Ooh, How would the tunnel uh, affect sorry, that? Pat. I can't hear you. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. 888 Uh John in Texas. Welcome to the Blaze. Hey, uh, I've been listening to the show. I love it. Um, I'm here from uh, Fort Hood, Texas. Welcome. I've been listening to what you all have been saying. Um, you know, if we keep lending immigrants in the country without them going through the due process, uh, these are smart people. They're making decisions. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that mm-hmm. we're sapping their country of intellectual resources and able-bodied people, military-aged men, that could uh, fight for their country. And we're constantly doing this around the world. So we're just making the problem worse. You yeah. know? Yes, absolutely, that's true. That's absolutely true. Appreciate the call, John. Uh, you know, I felt the same way about the mass exodus from Syria. When ISIS moved into Syria, and what, two million people left, went to Europe, uh, many of them military-aged young men, Who's fighting for Syria? Wait a minute. Don't you have a civil war going on there? You're fighting ISIS. Uh, you're fighting rebels. And you got this three-way battle plus the United States plus Russia. Wow. And you guys are just hightailing it for Germany? Who is there to defend your country? Why should the United States of America care more about Syria than Syrians do? Same thing can be said 
for Honduras and Guatemala and Mexico. Look, we cannot fix everybody's problem. As much as we, we, we'd love to, we'd like to, we can give you a hand up, but we can't continue to fix your problem for you by taking all of your poor on. We'll have them all. We'll take them all. Just send us everybody. Everybody who is downtrodden, come on in. We'll just take care of you. And you don't even need to learn our language. You continue to hang on to the lowest rung of our society by speaking your native tongue and not understanding the predominant language here. And, you know, employers can continue to take advantage of you for the rest of your lives. And um, uh, businesses will advantage, will, will, will reap the benefits mm-hmm. from that. Politicians will reap the benefits from that. And you'll just continue to live in poverty. But not as poor as you would have been if you stayed in your country of origin. It's a great deal, right? It sucks. Mm. And it's wrong. And Democrats pretend as though they care about those who are marching up to the United States. They don't. All they see are 7,500 voters. It's the only thing they see. They don't see their problems. They don't see their poverty. They don't care about any of that. And we all know it. It's despicable. And it's got to stop. 888-900-3393. By the way, sex-crazed fish are becoming uh, overexcited. I'm, I'm sorry? What? Because of Hold huge on. levels of antidepressants in the water. Oh my gosh, where is Alex Jones when you need him? <laughs> He's been talking about... This is a problem Alex Jones has addressed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't this what he's talking about? Chemicals in the water. (laughs) The the shrimp are swimming right up to seagulls and asking them to eat me. Uh, Hey, a bird, eat me. And they do. Man, I got to be there for that, though. I want to hear that. I want to hear the shrimp say, eat me. Just not not at a restaurant, but like for a bird, I want to hear that. I want to hear it, too. I do. Alex has heard it. Uh, Prozac, used as an antidepressant in humans, is making fish hell-bent on reproduction, according to researcher, researchers from uh, Monash University. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whether they're the fighting Monashes? Yeah, uh, uh, their football team is so good, they don't even allow them to compete. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay, good, because yeah. I was afraid that was another <laughs> loss for Nebraska on the schedule. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Monash, 38, Nebraska, 7. Wow, we scored. Uh, <laughs> animals that were given the drug in a tank in a lab spent more time chasing females than those that weren't. Scientist uh, Michael Bertram uh-huh. dosed male mosquito fish in an aquarium with high and low quantities of uh, fluoxetine, mm. fluoxetine, the active ingredient in Prozac. Wait, how would Tom Brokaw say that drug? Fluoxetine. <laughs> Uh, NBC Night Oil News, low, low quantities of fluoxetine. Huh. <laughs> the fish, uh, given higher doses, showed more frequent copulatory behavior. Whoa, there's a big word. I've never said the word copulatory before. Uh, and spent more time pursuing females. Mr. Bertram wrote in Science Trends, in one-on-one mating trials, males in the high... Fl- Fluoxetine treatment performed more frequent copulatory behavior towards females than did males in the unexposed treatment 
Wow. That huh. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why Prozac would act that way in fish. What? I mean, obviously they have uh, different... Uh, yeah, so that's weird. It doesn't do that... Cells in their body. For us, you know? No, it doesn't. By the way, uh, Monash University doesn't have a team nickname. Just letting you know that. <clears throat> Thank you for that. Yes, sir. Um, but, of course, this, this, this is something that has been dealt with by yeah. our friends. Okay. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay! <laughs> I'm not sure that's the problem, though, in this case. It so, was yeah, the other thing, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the uh, suicide of fish. But the fish are straight now. So the fi- I mean, th- th- there's a male female here. Yeah, but it causes the frogs to be gay. I'm so confused, Alex. Okay, well, I'm looking for the other. I'm looking for the shrimp uh, mm. situation because the shrimp situation was different from the frogs. Yeah, was was that Prozac or was that? Uh... I think it was. Okay, well, I think it was. Look under. Um, uh, but fish. I've got so many Alex Jones cuts. <laughs> I know. It might be this. No, this is the fish that's people. The, that's the fish people. Which is another, you know, stunning problem that we don't deal with enough. We do not, but um, maybe the folks at Monash University. Okay. It's uh, this is go. the problem that he that he uh, brought up a long time ago. And in major prestigious <laughs> reports, mm-hmm. uh, government studies studies find that shrimp are just swimming right up to birds and right being up eaten. To birds being eaten. They're overconfident. <laughs> They've had their. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Governors removed. Oh man! They've had their compulsions uh, removed. They've had mm, mm. their fear level, and this is what the studies, when they approved Prozac in '81, right. had shown. That's why it's now it's on the drug right. insert. Mm-hmm. Then, oh. oh yeah, most of the time you're going to be having a great time. It's a oh, hallucinogen. Yeah. It's in a psychotropic oh, yeah. right. uh, category. Yeah. But some days, if you get angry, right, or you don't take the right amount of the medication, or you try to go off of it, then or you happens? mix it with other things, yeah, then you will break. And go in and kill 20 people at a school, or you'll chop your baby's arms off, or you'll put your kids all in their car seats, chain them in, and drive them off a cliff. Or, if you're a shrimp, you'll swim right up to a seagull and ask to be eaten. Commit suicide right there with the seagull. And the seagull will happily eat you if you're a shrimp. I, I guarantee get, it. We can someone please guarantee get it. video footage of the shrimp asking I want to see. I do want to see that. To eat me. <laughs> How many times does this guy have to be proven right for you, Keith, before you finally understand once? that he's on to stuff? Just once. Would be okay. Good. All right. <laughs> well, there is once. There's once. 888 uh, Hopefully you caught Glenn's program about title fraud, where the retired FBI agent from Home Title Lock showed how easy it was to steal the title to Glenn's home. I don't think he believed it, but uh, he does now. They also did this with my home, too. They, it took him 15 minutes Find my title online, transfer it to a Texas quit title deed, forged my signature, and then they could have owned my home and taken out, you know, some kind of massive home equity loan uh, against my property. Or they could sell your home right out from under you. They usually don't do that because it's so profitable just to take out the loan against it. They take out massive loans using your equity and stick you with the payments. You won't know it until the bank notices start to arrive. There's no identity theft protection. There's no bank. There's no ID program that protects you from this. What there is is home title lock. If you own a home or rentals or you have elderly parents, get home title lock for just pennies a day. Home title lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and your mortgage. And the instant they detect any kind of sinister activity on it, they get on it to shut it down. 
Your home's title could already be compromised. You can find out, sign it, but with a sign-up at Home Title Lock. HomeTitleLock.com. You'll get a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. Free. Hey, great Christmas gift for your parents. Really awesome. Um, because, you know, our elderly parents don't know about any of these things usually. They don't, they, they don't know the internet and, you know, sometimes, and they, they don't even think that their title, I didn't even think that my title could be stolen. Yeah, this is, this is heavy duty right here. So visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Get that peace of mind for yourself. HomeTitleLock.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. And and in major prestigious reports, Mm -hmm. uh, government studies Mm -hmm. find that shrimp are just swimming right up to birds. Eat me. They're overconfident. Yeah. They've had their Their governors governors removed. Removed. Eat me. Man, like Rick Perry completely removed from office. That's true. We did that. He was was the governor of many, many shrimp, and he was removed. Uh, term limits, so no, no term limits. It wasn't a term limit thing. No, he wanted oh. to run for president. No, that's right. Yeah, okay. there are no term limits in Texas because <laughs> see, we we have a habit of electing it's, it's good a leaders. Free, it's a free, it's a free state. Frankly, see, it's a free state. See, we only need term limits in places where people do a bad job of electing people. Yeah, <laughs> Texas isn't one of them. I know. Unless we screw up and go with Beto, <laughs> and that's that used to be my theory. Uh, hey, we already have term limits. It's called. An election, but uh, too often we don't use that term limit. And people stay in, in office for 40, 45 years. Shh, just not a good thing. That's the one thing, the one thing that I'm torn on. But yeah. I, I lean on the yeah. side of no term limits because I don't like limiting my freedom. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Well, not having term term limits uh, tends to limit your freedom as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Sadly. man, we we set our own course as a people. Uh, we, yep, and it's we're true. Pretty much collectively stupid. Uh, Elise in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. First of all, I love you guys. Thank you. But I need to ask you a question. Okay. Have you all noticed in the pictures they're showing of the caravan that how many of them have cell phones? It does seem like a goodly number of them do. Like, I don't know, all of them? Yeah, like, um, I mean, I'm on Social Security, and, you know, it's hard for me to pay for my cell phone. And they're coming from a -hmm. a country that they say there's no jobs and there's no economic, um, you know, they're having economic problems and all that, and yet they all have cell phones. I wonder who's giving them their cell phones, Mm. or is it as bad as they say? Good questions. Thanks, Elise. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, you, we'd have to go on an individual basis and find out how they're affording their cell phones. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty amazing, though. Oh, we're going to find out because they're going to be <clears throat> Americans in about three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> are. Hey. But they're going to be Americans living in the shadows, which I thought was a bad thing, but uh, apparently not to these Democrats who are just going to welcome them with open arms and then say, hey, 
Don't worry about learning our language. Don't worry about uh, moving up the ladder. Just go live in the shadows. Yeah, voter registration and... forms will be printed in mass along the border of Texas and waiting for them to arrive. By the way, we just had a story this week about uh, Democrats in Texas sending voter registration cards to illegal aliens. <laughs> Proving, once again, ex- everything we're saying today about the Democrats and, and their motivation for this. They don't give a crap mm. about these people. They couldn't care less. Mm. What they care about is themselves, their power base. And that's why they're sending them you know, voter registration cards. And they're excited about these 7,500 people because they'll be sending all of them Voter registration wait, wait, cards wait, how as well. Do they, how do they know where they're at? Uh, that's an interesting question. And if they know where they're at, um, why aren't they enforcing the law and that's deporting why it, them? It just pisses me off when when I hear that they're living in the shadows. They're they're <laughs> hiding in society. <clears throat> no, they're not. They're hiding in plain sight. We know where they are. I kind of like to. We live know where in their the kids go to school. Yeah, I want to live in the shadows from the IRS. Yeah, personally, there's no such thing. As shadows from the IRS. No, there's not. No such thing. No, sorry, there's not. Mel in New York. Hi, you're on the blaze. Yes, good morning, Pat. Morning. Uh, I think what we ought to do is meet these uh, uh, military-aged males mm-hmm. at the border, give them a proposition of uh, here's a uniform of country of origin, military uniform, and uh, we're going to take you some. We're going to take you to a to a undisclosed place, teach you and train you how to uh, how to how to fight and defend your your country. Mm-hmm. And when they got the skill, airlift them right back to where they come from, and ha- let them go back and take care of business uh, to straighten things out. That that they're straighten out the problem that they're running from. That what that's what I think that, that should should happen. And have have the UN uh, forces teach them, uh, uh, train these pe- these uh, males mm. on how to defend themselves and their country against the forces that they're running from. You want the UN to train them? Well, <laughs> uh, the U.S. military really cannot. We, I don't think we can get involved, but we can. We can supply. Yeah. We, can, we can. We can help them out. Yeah. I mean, if they're running from something, teach them how to go back. Train them how to go back and take care of business. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Mel. I I, I don't think you'd like the results of the U.N. Uh, military training. <laughs> They'd lose that battle if the U.N. trains them. The U.N. is as worthless as it gets. Um, but if you did train them and sent them back, I, I'm just afraid they'd turn around and, and sneak back into the country with their weapon. I, I don't know that they'd stand and fight. I don't know because there's no evidence that they would at this point since they're headed this way anyway. Uh, gosh. So in other words, um, solving another country's problems may doesn't be usually a work tall out all order. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe you just protect your own country with something like uh, a wall, maybe? Hmm. No? no? Is that a bad plan? You can't put up a wall against good neighbors. It's just, I mean, I'm don't just you spit- want to be I'm, friendly to I'm everybody? I'm just spitballing. I mean, don't wow. judge my ideas on the fly I like that. I can't help but judge what an evil idea that is. A wall? Huh. <laughs> That's not welcoming. My bad. Sorry. All right. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Saw this uh, article. Shepard Smith smacks down Trump's unknown Middle Easterners caravan claim floated on Fox and Friends. And no, Shepard Smith didn't smack it down. <laughs> Shep Smith, the resident liberal at Fox News, hmm. said President Trump is calling the caravan a national emergency and he's claiming criminals and unknown alleged Middle Easterners are mixed in with the crowd. An important note, Fox News knows of no evidence to suggest the president is accurate on that matter. And the president has offered no evidence to support what he has said. Well, Fox News doesn't know everything the president knows. And the president doesn't share everything he knows with you. He doesn't have to share his evidence with you. First of all, he may or may not have, and we know about President Trump's hyperbole, he may or may not have evidence, but you can't smack it down when you don't have any idea. I mean, the president has access to uh, volumes of intelligence that we know nothing about. There may be evidence that there are Middle Easterners. There may be evidence that there are criminals. I mean, out of 7,500 people, surely uh, there are some bad apples in that bunch. But I love the he- headline that, oh, that I guess that's conclusive proof because Shep Smith said it. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. 888 I love this story. More people watched HGTV's Flip or Flop and a reality TV show about Iranian Americans than Beto's CNN town hall meeting. <laughs> uh, more people between 25 and 54, that's the all-important age group that mm-hmm. everybody wants, tuned in to uh, home and gardening television, HGTV, and Food Network, on average, than CNN's town hall event on TV featuring Beto O'Rourke giving his pitch to Texas voters. But he's a rock star. I know. Mm. I know he really is. I mean, listen to his guitar playing, and you can just oh, sorry. You oh, no. tell how. The show's gonna be over. Sorry, y'all. Listen to him shred, though, man. He can oh, shred yeah. on the guitar. Wow, what a talent! Yeah. Tell me you don't want that guy in the U.S. Senate. Tell I don't me. want that guy in the U.S. Senate. Thank you for telling me that. You I asked. appreciate that. <laughs> According to cable readings. Um, CNN's one-man show, because uh, Ted Cruz said no thank you to CNN. Mm-hmm. It brought in just under a million viewers, and it got less than half the regular programming on Fox News airing at the same time. 938,000 people tuned in to watch rock star Beto <laughs> finish last on Nielsen's list of five channels next to M- MSNBC, Fox News, and then, of course, you've got, uh, you got your TBS, TNT, AMC, the Food Network, <laughs> all beating it. I love it in the demo. That's fantastic. I love that story. But uh, Beto's a rock star, right? Oh, he's, totally. he's a rock star. He's a rock star who has all these songs going for him now. Um, you know, people come out of the woodwork all oh, of a sudden no. when 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 uh, guys like this pop up. They did it with Barack Obama. Um, remember the Sunday morning Hollywood kids? They got up on on a Sunday morning. Some one of the Hollywood producers wrote this song about Barack and how wonderful he was. And then they got their kids together and 
and they did a big production and did a put a chorus to it and had the kids sing about how wonderful <laughs> Barack was. <laughs> the same thing's happening now with Beto. Uh, there's a Beto dance, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's a parody from uh, Leader of the Pack. Oh, good! It's so good. good. And they've got a Beto sign in their yard, which every time, again, every time I drive by one of these, I think, how stupid are you people in yeah. that house? Yeah. How stupid yeah. are you? Um, I'm going to just warn you, mm-hmm. before you play this mm-hmm. video, it is two minutes and 20 seconds long. Mm-hmm. Let's I, see how much we can get through. I, I don't think you get uh, into a minute before you have to take a break and, and really? just breathe. It's really bad. All right. Well, let's Ted take Cruz a look. yet? Uh-uh. By the way... Where'd you meet him? I first saw him on Ellen DeGeneres. He's taking on the GOP. You get the picture? Yes, we see. And Beto does it without a super pack. Oh, shit. Here he comes now. Oh, my God. He's married with kids, but he's still my man. Man, man. He played guitar in a rock and roll band. Like Bernie Sanders, but he's got a tan. You're right. I mean, I can't. No, you you did much. I you made it almost to the end. Oh my gosh! Congrats. Okay, so here comes the dark money machine or whatever. Uh, Ted Cruz has raised about half of what Beto raised. <laughs> it's just he's raised sixty yep. million to Ted's thirty-four million. Okay, the incumbent raised thirty-four million. Beto O'Rourke raised sixty million dollars including 38 million in one quarter which was an all-time record beating even barack obama's take in the presidential election in 2008 in the last quarter i mean that that is unbelievable and and then you're gonna you're gonna claim no pack money okay you got plenty of out-of-state hollywood money you got money coming in from new york and california and massachusetts and everybody who who loves this guy outside the state of Texas with their progressive values. Yeah, thanks. But no thanks. Wow. It's gross. Man. Right about one thing, though. He's he's a real rock star. No, 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 no. no. 
Yeah, it's guitar stylings of Beto O'Rourke. Impressive? No. You bet. No. You bet. No, sir. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about um, how to clean your ears safely, effectively. Oh, so I can hear more of Beto. Yes. Playing the so you can hear the, the guitar. guitar, the guitar stylings of Beto O'Rourke, Oof. even clearer. Uh, because when your ears aren't clean, you can't, and those those dulcet tones don't get through. Because uh, you know <laughs> your ears are all jammed up. Uh-huh. But there's a, a great way to go without jamming Q-tips in your ear uh, or a lighting a candle, and I, I don't know what the candles. I guess melt the wax because you put it near know, your ear. I don't I know how that works. Beto, I want to jam like spikes into my ear. Yeah, don't do that though. Okay. That's not it's not healthy. Go with something else. Yeah, there's okay. a really good solution for your stubborn earwax. It's the Wax RX earwash system, doctor developed, and uh, it's the one they use in their office. This just costs a lot less. Wax RX uses a special. Wax softening drop to break down the earwax inside the ear. Then it has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to wash and flush it all away. And then there's the pH balance condition uh, formula that rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code RADIO, and that you'll get free standard shipping. They'll ship it right to your door for free. Use waxrx.com. Um, we were talking about the the movie Gosnell yesterday. Yeah. Where Kermit Gosnell, uh, you know, who's probably the worst mass murderer in United States history. Um, hundreds, if not thousands of children killed and many of his patients actually died as well and there was finally a, a movie about this it was called gosnell the trial of america's biggest serial killer in the first week it actually entered the top 10 it had a revenue of uh 1.235 million dollars on just 668 screens wow well despite that performance for an independent movie like this uh, almost 200 theaters inexplicably dropped the film, including those in major cities where it was performing the strongest. Uh, coming into its second week, Gosnell has dropped 668 the- theaters, and it's down to 480 now. Um, and 15 of those were top-performing multiplexes. According to John Sullivan, the film's marketing director, who also served as producer, the drop can't be written off as mere coincidence or business as usual. I can tell you from my experience, in 15 years of releasing movies independently, we're in uncharted territory. Wow. It's an impacted fall, no doubt about it, but the fact that we've dropped from theaters where the movie is number six or number nine movie is just something you don't see. So, so what was it? They're kicking it out. You know, it's, yeah, political agenda. Yeah, after one week. They don't, they don't want you to know about Gosnell. Even though it was successful. that That's okay. Uh, we were looking for it on the top 50. We couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. But that those were the unofficial uh, re- results the of the box office. Right? The yeah. estimates, mm-hmm. uh, The official results, it actually was in the top. It was in the top 15. Even though it has been effectively... Dropped by so many theaters. Right. Yeah. It's down to like 480, they said. Uh, it still made six hundred and forty thousand dollars for the weekend. It's up to two point four five three million in two weeks, and was the number fourteen movie of the week. That's amazing. 
It went from number 12 to number 14. Wow. And of course, Halloween was number one by far. 76.2 million. And that only costs 10 million to make. The number two movie, A Star is Born, made only 19. So it went 76 to 19. Quite a drop there. Uh, Venom was third at 18 million, followed by Goosebumps 2. And then First Man, which is, it's really sad that, that I think they ruined the potential of that movie by talking about the fact that. Uh, that's a that's a world movie. That's a, it's a world achievement, not just an American one. Uh, that was uh, an achievement of the world. If they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have started talking about that, it would have been fine. And I think it would have had a much bigger box office. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter, where just two muck and fudge tweets out. Uh, can we find Pat Unleashed on Napster? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, I think you can. I'll be darned. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Napster, Napster, yep. and Friendster. Uh-huh. And MySpace. And MySpace? MySpace. What about Instachat? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. We can't get on there. They're too Okay. They're too hip for and us. And like, like I said earlier, you are uh you're ubiquitous. Uh... <laughs> so you've used it the exact same way. What? In the exact same context. Casually? That doesn't count. That doesn't oh, count. What? I'm sorry, I can't I can't give you that. So one. I still have to get two more can't, in yep, before yep. the end of the show? No, uh, you can try. Uh, from Andy, here's a shout out to 2018, the year that could have been awesome, but instead decided to be an awkward teenager, yeah. constantly flailing around trying to find itself. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the news of 2018 has just been so bad. It's uh, it's ubiquitous how bad it's been <laughs> everywhere. It doesn't even work. Kind of. In that context. Not really, no. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, you're just trying <laughs> to jam something in that doesn't belong now. Uh, from not a cop, we sent less U.S. soldiers to the island of Spice that are in the caravan <laughs> headed to the U.S. Turn around. It's not safer. We have Jeffy here. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's tweets that come in. Um, mm. Tweets about Jeffy are pretty uh-huh. ubiquitous, I'd say. All right. Do uh, I win? Do I win? What? Do I get I, it? Yes. Yes. yes! You own the word. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm. So we only sent two thousand. We only sent yeah. two thousand Marines only to Grenada. Two thousand Marines went down there. Wow! And we kicked their butts all over the island. Well, we did do that. Of course, we did. Because we're us. Awesome. We're America. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah, I mean you're right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But I mean, maybe that's not a good thing to a lot of people. Um, you know, being being white, being from America, <laughs> especially being male, those are all terrible things. So maybe it's not that good a thing. Um, Chelsea Handler is really sad about how disgusting and gross she is. <laughs> she said her supposed white privilege makes her feel, quote, very gross, unquote, about herself. I feel like she's very gross as well. In general. Yeah. Just generally speaking, uh, It gross. has nothing to do with her whiteness. I just think she's uh, mm-hmm. despicable and gross. Yep. Adding that her skin color and Jewish heritage has played an instrumental role in her success. Oh, boy. Really? Yeah. So she talked about this with Ellen DeGeneres and uh, some oh, interesting yeah. uh, video clip if you want to check that out. Yeah, let's let's take a look. 
I was just kind of looking at myself and I started to read a lot of black authors that I hadn't read before because I was stuck in my own world. And I just started to think about all the privilege I've benefited from in this industry specifically. Being a Jew is a bonus. Being a girl as a comedian when I was coming up was a bonus. There weren't a ton of us. I had every advantage and every door opened for me. And when I started to look around at people that don't have, you know, as successful of a career or are working twice as hard to achieve the same things, I started to feel really gross about myself. So on a very fundamental level, I wanted to examine it further. Mm -hmm. And Netflix is great because they're just like, yeah, go, you know, I'm like, let's start with my own white privilege. I mean, I've just been badly behaved for 20 years and getting tons of money thrown at me for being a loud mouth. You know, I mean, you could say I'm talented, but you could also say I'm not talented. It's really neither here nor there. What? (laughs) Wait, what? Okay, can we say? You could say I'm talented or you could say I'm not talented. You're You're not not talented. talented. And I, we, I think we can all agree you're not talented. (laughs) All right, you shouldn't be there. So get off television. Bye. Okay, give your money back and uh, and get off TV. I mean, what are you bitching about? Get off TV and stop taking advantage of your white privilege and your Jewish heritage. That is unbelievable. Give your money back, please. Who's forcing you to stay in the limelight? Give away all your money to minorities and get off television. Bye-bye. We wouldn't miss you one iota because you're not talented. That's. And like, are there no black comedians who made it? (laughs) What? Eddie Murphy comes to mind. Uh, Chris Rock comes to mind. Richard Pryor comes to mind. Um, There, you could name probably more funny black comedians than I could think of white ones. Hmm. I, I mean, what are you talking about? If you're talented in this country, you can make it. Has Barack Obama taught these people nothing? That's there's the problem with the guy. Every once in a while, he would he would mention what a country this is, where a kid who grew up in Indonesia and Hawaii and uh, had no dad in the house for much of his life. And was has this obscure name shared by one of our arch enemies in the Middle East. And overcame all of that to become president of the United States of America. And close to another I mean, arch enemy's name. Me? I mean, literally. It's unbelievable. Barack Hussein Obama. Obama close to Osama. Was elected twice. Seven I, years removed from 9-11. And that's not exceptional. I mean, this isn't a country that doesn't care. This isn't a country that uh, doesn't hold blackness against anybody, that doesn't hold out whiteness as, okay, that's your ticket to stardom. It's just despicable that these idiots continue to make these claims and say these things when they're just not true. So you're trying to slam the door shut. On uh, all white women, I guess. And white men, for that matter. If you're white, you just shouldn't get anywhere in society because you didn't you didn't make it yourself. Really? Who got us there? Who got Chelsea Handler there? I'd like to know. A bunch of people with bad taste. I guess so. Man, she is despicable. Uh, this portion of Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by my Patriot Supply. Here's the reality. Emergencies usually strike without warning. Now, you might have a few days' notice sometimes about hurricanes. You might have a few minutes' notice about a tornado. 
you're going to have no notice when it comes to earthquakes. Um, when when something goes wrong, it it really goes haywire, and you could be without food at grocery stores and in your house if you're not prepared for a while, for a few weeks at least in some cases. And when it when the when the cat catastrophe is upon you, it's too late to prepare. Now you're just in a panic, hoping that somebody's going to help you. So ask yourself, could you feed yourself and your family for two weeks with the food you have in your house at this moment? If not, it's time to act and secure an emergency food supply. I trusted my Patriot Supply for that, and you should too. It's a two-week food kit. will get you started. This week, it's on special for only $75. It's an amazing price. When you go to my special website, preparewithpat.com, preparewithpat.com, or you can call 800-411-5293. These food kits include meals that last up to 25 years in storage, and they taste really good. I used to hear all the time, hey, if you need to, if you're hungry enough, you'll eat anything. You'll eat a stick if you have to. Well, yeah, I might, but I don't need to because I've got delicious food from my Patriot Supply. Isn't that better? <laughs> I think it is. Stick or kale, though? Just curious. Your take. I'd stick. I'm going stick instead of kale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, order yours now and get prepared yourself so there's no surprises. 800-411-5293 or preparewithpat.com. All right. Let me tell you about NASA. NASA has a Mars rover that they're sending up. They're, they're looking for aliens on Mars. There's going to be a 2020 mission to Mars. This oh, is cool. really fun. I love, right. I love space stories, <clears throat> and I love it when we explore space. We've got our own problems right here on Earth. Why don't we deal with those? <laughs> Why don't we? Well, because on the way to exploring space, we find a lot of problems to our uh, our. We find a lot of solutions to our problems mm-hmm. on Earth. Uh, but NASA is a, is going to launch its next two and a half billion dollar robotic explorer to Mars by the end of this decade. The rover will drill into the red planet to collect samples of rock in search of alien microbes. After three days of intense debate, hundreds of NASA scientists and space exploration enthusiasts have settled on four perfect landing sites for the rover. Okay. Uh, so this would be really cool. All right. They think that they, I mean, they had some clues that maybe there was life there, that there might have been microbes. Remember that? They they found something there that could have been... Like water or something, right? Yes, something. Like uh, evidence have, that there used to be water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And now they... So they're really going to dig down into the surface and find out what's there. And of course, we already know what's there, yeah, thanks yeah, yeah. to Alex Jones. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we mm-hmm. actually believe that there is a colony on Mars... No, that's that not way out. ...that is populated by mm-hmm. children who were kidnapped... Oh my and God. sent into space on a 20-year ride. Wow. Uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to no. be slaves on the Mars colony. <laughs> uh, there's Whoa. all kinds of... Well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of the, of the <laughs> NASA <laughs> missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on, but Sex I know slaves. this. We see a bunch mm-hmm. of <laughs> a mechanical wreckage on Mars, right. and people say, oh, look, it looks like look. you know a mechanics. They go, oh, you're conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Terrorists. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. We Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Mm-hmm. We don't want you looking into it. Yeah, because we're trying to hide the sex slave industry on Mars. I it's, mean, this uh, may strike you as far out. <laughs> oh, no, why would that? 
What? <laughs> Why would that hit me as far out there? <laughs> what? Sex slaves that it's peopled by the children of Earth <laughs> took 20 years to get to to Mars because it took so long. Yeah. I guess they're adults now and they're not children anymore. I mean, but probably... The, only thing left for him is the sex slave industry? No thanks, no. <laughs> you don't 20 have a, years. a McDonald's they can work at up there or anything? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Find something else to do. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Back here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.